Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. In today's episode, a really quick one, we're going to do a little crypto update. Uh, these current price levels are kind of scary if you're a bull uh, for crypto. Uh, but for those joining us for the first time, a bull is someone who believes price is going to go higher. But before we get into that, it's time to announce the winner of the giveaway. Drum roll, please. And the winner is Manning. Manning at Remix Med. You're the winner of the survey, and I'll have that $50 sent to you before the end of the week. Also, I've added you to the paid subscription feed of my newsletter. Now, it's a free newsletter, but the paid feed does get some extra posts now and again. Uh, Again, congratulations. Now, spend it well, and thank you for being an active member of this show. It's the active members, those who provide feedback, that keep this show going. Why? Because they're giving me content to produce to make sure that I'm giving you as much value as possible. So, for those of you who haven't been able to or who maybe think that it's not super important to do a survey or be active in the ch- uh, in the podcast community and just listening, it really is important that you become active because there will be up with other opportunities. But remember, this content I'm producing is for you, right? I could be trading and investing and not producing this podcast, but I figured... If I'm learning all this stuff, I'm doing all this stuff, I might as well put it out and help some people. So if I can help you, you got to tell me exactly what you need. So the next time there's an opportunity for you to be heard, seize it. Now, on to the episode. Ethereum and Bitcoin are at key support levels. We'll talk about just Ethereum and Bitcoin because those are the biggest and the most widely held. Obviously, there's going to be altcoins that are going to be doing their own thing. But as we talk about the stock market, even though certain stocks move up when the market moves down... We talk about the general market as a whole. So uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin are at key support levels. That means they fall into price ranges that previous buyers were present to fill sell orders and halt the decline, right? What that means is if you picture a chart, it's in your head, right? Close your eyes or don't close your eyes if you're driving. Just picture a chart. A chart moves up and down and zigzags. When it comes down and bounces up, comes down and bounces up, comes down and bounces up, if it's bouncing around the same price level, that means the buyers that were there the first time were also present there the second time and the third time. And those buyers are enthusiastic about the price, so they're there to fill all the sell orders for the people that are trying to sell the stock, or in this case, Bitcoin. Now, this is key because if those buyers that were there when it dropped were not are not present, the price will keep going through that proverbial floor and fall lower and lower. Now, looking at the chart, Bitcoin looks to have a lot more support than Ethereum. Both, though, are experiencing a lot of strong selling, especially last week to end the week. On their charts, you see some solid red candles ending last week, increasing in size, and you'll notice if you watch volume as well, increasing in volume in the selling. The size of the candle usually illustrates, for those of us who aren't candlestick readers, 
usually indicates conviction, right? We will, we won't even go technical with it. We'll just be very uh, commonsensical. The big candles illustrate people's enthusiasm and conviction, right? There's a lot of people there trying to keep the push, right? Trying to keep that push going for whoever's winning that party, be it the the bears, the people who think it's gonna go down, or the bulls. Now, in this case, large red candles mean the sellers or bears were more enthusiastic than buyers in those instances. Now, there could be a number of reasons for this, but on the surface, it may be because of the Chinese stance on crypto. They ramped up their crackdowns last week, moving through the cities, shutting down crypto mining operations. At least that's what the news is reporting. Uh, And because a majority of uh, Bitcoin, not necessarily crypto as a whole industry, but at least a majority of Bitcoin is uh, being farmed or mined in China. Right. That's the issue. Now, other cryptos may not be connected to China, but because Bitcoin represents the entire community, when that starts to show some kind of fundamental weakness, the other coins are going to suffer uh, as well. Now, if Ethereum, right, let's go back to the charts. If Ethereum closes below 2100, this is on Monday, by the way, this is today, because right now I'm recording this and it's above 2100. So if it closes below 2100 on Monday uh, or today, and if Bitcoin closes below 3400 today, they will likely keep falling. Now, 3400 for Bitcoin is its 200-day SMA, or the simple moving average, which means it's averaged more than 34K for the last 200 days. So if it falls below that average, that's bad news. It could keep falling all the way down to 30,000, right? And we'll see if there's more buyers sitting there. Now, this is strictly technical, right? Just looking at the charts, using certain indicators. This is just speculation. Uh, but Here's a good news. Let's let's shift now. This is a secret because maybe some people didn't stick around. If you've been around, if you stuck around in the episode this long, here's a watch list and the $20 play I've been talking about. Uh, You've been waiting and things are beginning to line up beautifully, especially after the sell-off last week. There were some stronger stocks in the sell-offs. Now, here are uh, three stocks to watch. uh, Teladoc, Tesla, and Coop, right? T-D-O-C. T-S-L-A, and the last one is C-O-U-P. Those are the, those are my three best stocks to watch right now. Um, Redfin, Nike, and Netflix are super early in my uh, in the watch list, meaning they're not set up yet, but it looks like they're trying to set up, right? So those are like super early, super speculation. But Teladoc, Tesla, and uh, Coop, C-O-U-P, are all setting up very, very nicely. Now, the $20 play I'll make this week is going to be Coop. I'm going to buy it either to I'm going to buy it today. I'm not going to say today or tomorrow. What I like to do is I like to not trade on Monday. I like to wait until Tuesday for all the excitement to die down. But for sake of the show, I'm going to buy Coop on Monday. Now, if Coop opens up and plummets, I'm not buying it, obviously. But if Coop trades sideways, even if the price comes down a little bit, I'm going to buy it. It all depends on how much uh, a volume we're seeing to the downside. But if it's relatively flat, if it comes down a little bit and it's not too strong, then I'm going to buy Coop. If it goes up, even better. I'm definitely going to buy Coop. That's C-O-U-P. I'll be using Robinhood to buy fractional shares because Coop is over $250. Now, the first price target is 5%. That's at 257 Once it gets there, I'm going to take 50% off the table. 
and we're going to wait for confirmation of a reversal. The other 50% is going to be there in case it continues to move to the upside. Now, if it continues to flatten out and comes to the downside once it hits 257, I'll take my entire profit. But if it keeps going higher, that 50% that I left on the table, I'm going to leave it there until it hits the next price target at 280. That's a much bigger gain. Now, why 5% and why take 50% off? Well, yes, yeah, $20. So 5%, uh, the max loss that I'd be really willing to take on that is 2%. That's 50 cents. So if it moves 50 cents against us, so say we're down to 1915 equity, we're going to sell it. Why? Because when we're trading much larger amounts, $10,000, $20,000, that 2% is going to be much higher, but we have to get used to that rule. So right now, it may seem dumb that we're putting in $20. If we lose $0.50, cents, we're going to get out. But those rules translate over time, right? We can't cheat the rules now and then enforce them later. We're going to enforce them now. So if we're wrong, we're wrong and we move on. If we go into Coop and lose $0.50 cents total, not on the stock, but on our equity, right? If our equity in the company goes down to $19.50, we sell no matter what. Uh, tomorrow, shifting gears again, third gear, tomorrow we have an interview with Kizzy Parks, right? Make sure you're there tomorrow. She specializes in securing government contracts. That's government money. And she's created several businesses around that. Super good episode. Uh, great for those who want to truly capitalize on their side hustle or unique skills. So make sure you tune in tomorrow and bring a friend. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying, I'll see you tomorrow. And remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.